Welcome to a new edition of the same OG podcast where you're encouraged to always be true, always be you and always be the same old G. I'm one half of the host of the show, Dexter Stuckey. I'm joined by my co-host tonight, G. That's right. You one day I'm going to say like I'm joined by my co-host G and you're going to say like, that's right. And I'm doing this, that and the third. But until then, I guess I'll just have that. That's all you get. How's your week going? How's your weekend going? This is a Labor Day weekend. How's that going for you? My week's good, man. I'm I'm off Tuesday as well, so it's going it's a very long weekend for me. I uh, just to spend time with the family. That is to me, that's a genius thing to do. And like I I couldn't figure out why my coworkers were like 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 on Friday when I was at work. There's a bunch of out of offices coming up, and I'm like, why these people? Why does it say like the sixth and this then the third? And I'm like, I don't get it. it doesn't make sense. The people are smart. They are taking off the day after the holiday. So you get a, an extended weekend while the rest of us people who either don't have time or, or weren't that smart have to go into the office immediately following it. And this weekend has been speeding by, by the way. Yeah, it, it has. It has. Um, but I've been enjoying it. Um, oh, Oh, yeah, I definitely have enjoyed the weekend. But let me ask you this. What does Labor Day mean? Like, what does the Labor Day holiday sell? Um, like, what is it? I wish I knew. I just know I so, got off. So I had, <laughs> like, I, thought, I thought Labor Day was a military thing. And they're like, no, not quite. So I'm like, OK, like, what is it? So I'm going to read the what I'm going to read what Google is telling me that it is. It says for many Americans, Labor Day means the end of the summer and beginning of the school year. But the holiday really celebrates the social and economic achievement of American workers. So this is our holiday. We be working. <laughs> we be working. So like this is a holiday for like legit. Like I think this is probably the most American holiday that we have because like almost for the most part, everybody works. So like this is like not the 4th of July, not Juneteenth, not Christmas, because every you know, there's certain things that certain people don't celebrate. But Labor Day, as long as you have a job. This is your holiday. <laughs> like, this is your thing. Yeah, my brother asked me earlier, he was like, am I cooking out? And I was like, you cook out on Labor Day? Is that type of holiday? I didn't know what to say to that. Well, it's, it's for me and my family, it's always like signified the end of the summer. So like, it's kind of like you, like my parents closed the pool after Labor Day. And like, so you get that last like little barbecue. And like today I went over to my parents' house and got in the pool and it's cold. And I'm like, yeah, it's time to. It's time to close it up. <laughs> like we don't need this no more. It was like eighty degrees today. You got in that pool. But the, the pool itself is just like you know during the summer where it's like 80, 90 degrees, or whatever. It's fine, but like something about September hits, getting in the pool just don't feel right. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit different. That that fall chill starts coming out. Absolutely. Um, I do have one more question for you before we get into the topic. So today I went to brunch as well. Until I had a packed weekend. So look, today I went to brunch as well, right? And I'm like. Can I wear the brunch boots now? Like, I what, pause, pause. what the fuck is a brunch boot? You don't know what a brunch boot is? No, I, I don't. I barely they're know. Like, what Go ahead. They're like the chucker boots. <laughs> you never heard them being called brunch boots? You don't go to brunch. Never, that's why. I never, I've never heard this term before in my life. This is people that got money terms. No, like. That like that that's a that's like the culture <laughs> like you got, oh yeah people got money exactly exactly like literally I, if you type in brunch boot and if you guys are listening type in brunch boot on um social media I mean I'm sorry on Google and what comes up is the boots that I'm talking about like that it's a thing called brunch boots so you, you brought them out no I didn't I I I threw the Jordans on today. Oh, okay. My fault. Keep like. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's like the thing that I do. If in the summertime or spring or whatever, I do Jordans, and then during the fall and winter ish, I do uh the brunch boots. But my boots are usually suede, so I don't really wear them too much in the winter because it destroys them. Man, I, I keep the same shoes, the same boots for years. Uh, I guess I need to up my game a little bit. What do you mean you keep the same boots and the same shoes for years? I keep them for years, man. I don't really switch out like that. I don't really, uh, I don't really, I don't wear Jordans like that. Nothing against them. I just, I just don't take care of my my sneakers that well. So I feel as though if I'm gonna spend that much money for a pair of sneakers, I need to be able to take care of them. Um, boots, I do. I spend a couple dollars on boots every once in a while, though. 
Yeah, but you switch them out seasonally, right? Like you switch your shoes out like per season. Oh yeah, of course, of course. It depends on what they're made of. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of what they're made of, Kanye West is at war with everybody from Kim Kardashian to the Gap to Adidas. So started out he started doing what he normally does which is a like he you know he does his rants on twitter and he said that there were conversations with gap that that weren't concerning him about his product and they were changing things around and stealing things from him and his creativity then he went on this rant about his kids he said my kids are going to Donda, which is a school he's creating they're not going to then he put the school that i assume that the kids go to and then he says, Charlemagne the God and Chris Jenner, get your mother effing popcorn. And then he says, um, hi, Hillary. Hi, Mark. You got to take me off of Instagram. Then he shared some text messages from him and Kim Kardashian. And um, he said, I don't know what she said, but his response was no, was no, we need to talk in person. You don't. Yeah, no, we need to talk in person. You don't have you don't have say. You don't have say so of where my kids go. Not reading that. <laughs> I don't know if it's me or if it's just this is just written weird. And then he says, um, why you get to have a say say? That's what he wrote. So like it's not me, it's what he wrote. But I guess he's saying, like, why do you get to have a say so and where the kids go to school? And then he says, Oh, it's because you're half white. Then he wrote, then Kim sent him that Chris Jenner, who was her mom, is is in her 60s and she he's stressing her out. And he was basically like F Chris Jenner. And then Ray J jumped in and was like, Yeah, like you Chris Jenner stressed, but so was my mom when that sex tape came out. But Chris Jenner still pushed it out. Wait, 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 wait. Ray J said something? Yeah, like yeah, because you know, this is all on social media. So then Ray like when it was posted I on the channel, Ray J commented and said, like, well, my mom was devastated too, but you weren't concerned about her. Then um <laughs> Kanye posted that Kim Kardashian has diarrhea a lot, like way more than the normal person should have it. Then Kim texted him and was like, hey, can you please stop posting our private text messages on Instagram? And he said, be worried. I know you're texting us from the toilet. And it's just it just has not stopped. Like it's been nonstop back and forth. I guess kind of like how Kim's diarrhea goes. It's a lot. Like it's a whole lot to unpack there. So, I mean, and it's actually even more, too, because he said that people who think that he's rambling and not making any sense like they're the ones who don't make any sense and essentially they can kiss his black backside man <laughs> there's a whole lot to deal with that i mean kaya and gap right what what has he put out for gap the remember this was during the winter there was like these jackets it was like these bubble jackets that he had put out with them but that was it. It's been years, right? No, that was recently. That was this no, year. No, I mean, like, he's been with them for years now. I, from what I can tell, like, honestly, I see, like, every once in a while, there'd be, like, a piece that would come out from Kanye and Gap. The last thing I remember was those bubble jackets, which I do think was this year. If it wasn't this year, it was late last year. But see, that, that was, like, part of the big problem, right? They, they're saying that Kanye has not put out enough clothing to be able to have someone go inside that, that store and walk out with a full outfit on. Fair. This is, but, you know, this is the problem with that. But, okay, like I get that, but then why don't you just create this stuff, put it out there, not, don't attach his name to it at all. Like don't have anything associated with Kanye West with it. If he's not coming up with the designs and the creators for it, then don't do it. Well, but it's because nobody's shopping at Gap. Okay, but I mean, what? They need the name. <laughs> Well, I do. Like, I get out my clothes from Gap still. <laughs> but, um... You get a discount. That's different. It's different. If you say so. Um, and, and I don't get my discount anymore from Gap. I have to spend, like, regular money when I get clothes from Gap now. It's terrible. Oh, you, I mean, you get money, money. You crazy. Ain't no way. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no way in the world. Uh, so, like, what, what do you think about, like, uh, the Kanye drama that he's dealing with with the family? Uh... I mean, it's just it's just a lot, man. And then the whole school thing, like, where is he at with this so-called school that he's creating? Like, you know, he's you like, want to kids. He's like Dr. Umar around, too. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, it's just crazy. What's <laughs> a bunch of kids that have some type of education? Like, he's not even saying why he doesn't want them to go to the school that, that Kim's picking. Like, he's just 
I don't want them to go there because it's not Donda. It makes no sense to me. Especially because Donda doesn't exist. So like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But people were saying that there's speculation that Kim and um, Pete Davidson will probably get back together. So that's why Kanye West is ranting like this. Because remember before he said, I'm going to be quiet for a year. Yeah, that's that. We all knew that wasn't going to happen. Facts. <laughs> Impossible. Have you been keeping up with Serena Williams? Like, you know, like she was, she pretty much announced that she's going to retire. And then. Uh, she, yeah. As much as I can, I mean, you know, I, I, I you know, I heard she's retiring. Um, mm-hmm. she, she lost, right? She did lose on Friday this weekend. Yeah, she lost. She did lose. Yeah. So I guess like this is it for her. Like, how does that make you feel? Knowing, knowing that like she is and she's considered one of like the goats of the industry. And one of the things that I've seen um a lot on social media is that like we we don't have those those like ta- that talent anymore like how we used to like. From a sports world, it was like a Kobe Bryant, like Serena Williams, like those kind of people. They're they're not there anymore. Like, do you care about that at all? I mean, I, I do care about the upcoming legacies. Um, mm-hmm. As far as tennis, I don't personally watch it. Um, yeah. You know, from my understanding, her her career and her legacy is solidified. So, I mean, my hats off to her and uh, wish her the best. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I'm concerned about the upcoming, the upcoming uh, legacies of the people that are now in the game. I don't think this is it for her. I feel like we've seen this before. We've seen this in, in other industries too, where people are like, you know what, like, it's over, it's done with. Like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna move on to something else. But then I think when they try, like, look at Tom Brady. I think that when they they get out of it, especially athletes, I think they get out of it, and then they're like. Yeah, like there's not the real world is not like this. Like even and Ric Flair, who's a wrestler, Ric Flair retired years ago, and and then he just did this thing this year, like his last match, and then he, he said like he promoted like the Ric Flair's that in August it was Ric Flair or July, Ric Flair's last match, right? This weekend he just announced that he's going to do a thirty city tour of Ric Flair's last match, like. The, <laughs> I think when you have certain things in you, it's difficult to be like, okay, I'm done with it. It's over with. Like, and I think that's where Serena is going to be. I don't think that, I don't think that we've seen the end of her. And I, I, think, really don't. I think what happens is, you know, these celebrities and these people, you know, they, they have so much money that they don't actually have a retirement plan when it comes to what they should do next. And I think that's what it is. Right. Like, I think they don't know like what they're going to do after they retire. And since they don't have that plan, they just go back to what they know. Yeah. Yeah. Which which I'm not mad about, but it just kind of I mean, it's weird because you get that fanfare, especially. And But I will say with her, though, she got that fanfare of people like, you know, celebrating her, being so excited that she's, you know, who she is and everything that I think it's like. And then she lost the match. She did. She did win some, but then she lost this one. And I think that. uh she may like her storyline could be like, I'm coming back because I want to win the big one. I want to go all the way. I could see that happening. And I I, I don't think I'll be mad if she loses like and keeps losing. Like, I don't know. I just feel like you go out, man. Just go out. You know what I mean? No one's no one's down her or anything like that for a loss this weekend. Um, I just feel like just be done with it and enjoy life, enjoy your money, you know what I mean? Enjoy your family. Did you feel the same way about Jay-Z? I know it's not, it's a different industry, but did you feel the same way about him? What, about his so-called retirement? Yes. I feel that if you say you're going to retire, you should fucking retire. <laughs> I just, like, I don't, like, I mean, but that's just me. That's just me. So, do I appreciate the music that's coming out? Of course. But I still think, like, if you say you're going to do it, then fucking do it. I don't know. I feel like... I, you're so like matter of factly about this, and I I I don't know if I agree because like you know for us regular people when we say like we're done with a job, that's your me. Like you're done with the job, <laughs> you don't go back. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it, it's over and done with. But I feel like for them, like you just said, there's no backup plan. Like they're not dead. So like this is something that they've always love exceeded it and done well with so like why would you not go back if you if you can go back and still produce what you were producing before or even doing better than what how you what you were doing before like why wouldn't you then why are we leaving in the first place because i think i mean i think some people need breaks from certain things and i think that 
in a lot of industries and a lot of places. It's like, I don't want to do it no more. I'm at a place where I think I'm done with this. You've never been in a situation where you feel like, let's even look at a relationship. You've never been in a relationship where you're like, you know what? I am done with this. Like, I I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I'm walking out the door. But then you walk out the door and you realize like, damn, like, you know what? Like, I could give that situation another shot. And it was always a dumbass move. (laughs) Well, but they're exceeding. I'm just saying, I, I'm not mad at it. I, I like the idea behind it. I just hope that when they do it, that it does work out and make sense for them. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope the best. I hope the best. I, I mean, I, I hope that she finds uh, something that she loves outside of tennis and she's able to actually retire and, and enjoy herself and enjoy life. And, you know, she, she says she wanted to retire for a reason, you know, whether, whatever that reason is. So I hope she finds something outside of there to keep her busy. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I, I don't fully disagree with you, but I, I wouldn't be mad if she came back. I'm still not going to watch tennis, though. <laughs> I don't watch tennis at all, nah. All right, so we got two more topics in this segment that I want to talk to you about. Um, they're both very controversial topics. I will say that right now, um, but we'll. I think we'll be able to get through. I just want people who are listening to know that these could be a little uncomfortable to hear about, especially depending on, like, who's around you right now. One is about children and the other one is about the LGBTQIA community. Just wanted to put that disclaimer out so that no one is taken aback by anything. All right. So the first one, there is a teacher um, in, I think it was Kansas. Yes. A teacher in Kansas who was suspended over misgendering a student, basically calling them outside of their um, preferred pronouns, who was suspended for three days and just won a settlement from the school for $95,000. What do you think about that? Hats off to her. I mean, or him, whoever the teacher was. It's a woman. Okay. Hats off to her. Cause I mean, I don't, I guess I needed more context to the story. Like, did the student well, correct the teacher? Like, what what happened? The student did correct the t- teacher. The teacher cited that they weren't going to call them by their preferred pronoun because it goes against their religious beliefs. Mm. And wow. that is how they were able to, to win that, that settlement of $95,000. And they are no longer teaching as well. What was the... Does it say what the preferred pronoun was? Well, it was... The she, so I'm assuming that she wanted to be called he. Okay. I'm assuming. Right, right. Um, It's a middle school student, so I, and I don't know that age, how old they were, but there is something that says, like one of the, the, the disclaimers in this um, passage that I found was that um, research shows that misgendering or denaming transgender or non-binary people can have harmful effects have a harmful effect on their mental health and like that's the part for me where I'm like I don't if if a person's family is calling them by their preferred pronouns I don't understand why you as a paid professional has an issue with doing that and I don't think it's fair to use your religious beliefs as a reason why you're going to misgender someone um I think the religious belief part was a little bit of bullcrap, if I may say so. I mean, I I can understand like if it was your child and you're saying, you know, due to religious beliefs, I'm not going to um call you a different gender just because you say you want to be called that. I could see that if it was your child, but this is a student that has nothing to do with you besides learning. Um, so I I just don't understand how you can use religion in this case. The crazy part about it, I think that's that's the part that helped them win um the, the person miss richard this is the article miss richard ricard sorry miss ricard is a christian and holds sincere religious beliefs consistent with the traditional christian and biblical understanding of the human person and biological sex so essentially like that's what they're running with i don't i i don't like that i just i'm telling you like i feel like when you start to use religion as a way to chastise people and to control to control people's thoughts and process and what they want to do with themselves, I feel like you're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, and I I can see if it was like 
it was an accident, you know, something of that nature. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you, you, you called them that by accident and, you know, that can, that can happen, unfortunately. Um, but to use religion is just, I don't know. That's, that's, that's a little bit wrong to me. Now you said that you would initially take your hat off to the teacher. That was before the context. Okay. That was before the context. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just hyped for somebody winning a hundred thousand dollars, but, uh, that was $95,000. She has to pay you lawyer and all that stuff like that. You rounded up. It's $30,000. $30,000 more. You didn't have, I guess <laughs> she, she, got a, she got a year's salary out of it. I guess. I don't know. No, it's crazy. It's probably not even a year's salary because teachers, I mean, depending on how long she's been doing, she's retired. So maybe she was getting, you know, up, upwards. But teachers aren't even getting that kind of money. So just to see, this is another thing that's kind of scary to me with this. There are a lot of teachers who are not getting this kind of money. So to have yeah. something like this out there publicly that a teacher lost this lawsuit because of that, I could see other teachers being like, well, this is more than I'm going to get paid for the next two years. So why would I not, I don't know, test my luck and do the same thing? Yeah, you know, it's crazy, though. Like, I worked in a school for a short amount of time, man, and teachers get, like, a budget for class supplies and stuff like that. This one teacher, her budget was, like, $500 for the entire year for her students, uh -huh. and she had to spend maybe $1,000 on top of that out of her own money just to keep, you know, the class afloat. It was just ridiculous to me. So my wife works in a school, and she's not a teacher, but she works in a school, and she deals with a lot of kids and everything. And she spends a lot of my, I mean, our, I mean, her money. <laughs> buying, Mine is yours. Yeah, right. Buying snacks and stuff for the kids because like, otherwise they don't have it. Like a lot of them don't have it at home and there's nothing in the school that provides these kids with like snacks and stuff like that. Like sure you have the, the lunch and stuff, but you know what a school lunch is like. So it's kind of like one of those things where like these people are bending over backwards to accommodate these children. To be a teacher or to to work in a school, you really had to love what you do. Um, yes. I mean, it's just it's just sad they don't get paid enough, and it's it's really unfortunate. And you know what's crazy? Also, like depending on the school itself, they don't know if they're gonna have a job that next year. Like, I, I worked at the school I worked at. You lined up outside of the office at the end of the year. You got an envelope, and that envelope said if you had a class the next year or not. I remember you telling me about that. It was crazy. Yeah. It I bet crazy. You, I bet you right now, in, in the way to fill it up, no, actually across the country, now the way the country is, is going, I bet you they don't have those envelopes no more. They're begging them to come in there and stay and teach these kids because nobody wants to do it. Yeah, they're, they're waving certificates. They're doing everything right now. Now, the next story, again, this one is pretty disturbing. So um, if you have kids in the room, they probably don't want to hear this. And, you know, you may not even want to hear this, but like just gotta kind of fast forward a little bit past this part because we want you to hear the rest of the podcast. <laughs> so Tiffany Haddish, comedian Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears, they um, have recently been brought into a lawsuit because there's a mother of, well, not the, well, there is a mother, but there's also two adults at this point who were children when they came in contact with the comedians and they were filming skits with them for funny or die from what I've read. One of the skits um, showed a 14 year old girl um, eating a sandwich with comedian Ari Spears in a sexually suggestive way. And basically from what I read, they had the girl come in and watch a video of a, an adult woman doing this like basically insinuating fellatio oral sex on the sandwich but eating it on the other side of the man kind of like uh like lady in the tramp style with the spaghetti but like with a with a sandwich um the girl was told that she was told to moan and all that kind of stuff like that while she was doing it essentially like you know the sound that a person would make while giving oral sex um, they then later on said that Tiffany Haddish told the mom who she was friends with and they met at a comedy camp that she could get her son, who was seven years old at the time, a role on Nickelodeon and they're going to and they want to do a sizzle reel. So um, when the boy went to the home of Ari Spears, which is where they filmed this at, he was stripped down to his underwear and made to do this skit. Now, this skit and I've seen a piece of the skit. It is called um, In the Mind of a Pedophile. And Tiffany Haddish plays like the mom or something like that. And she drops the kid off to the uncle or something like that, the Aries plays. 
And initially, as soon as this starts, like he, you hear R. Kelly um, playing in the background. I think it's Bump and Grind. I don't see another one. Yes, it's Bump and Grind playing in the background while Aries is looking at the little boy. Then it goes to the, and the boy's in his underwear. Then it goes to Aries is holding a newspaper while the boy kind of sits in front of him and plays with toys. And then um, you see him dropping pieces of the newspaper until there he's holding it up. And then there's like holes cut to where the eyes would be. And he's looking at the boy play in his underwear. And there were like parts of it where like the underwear seemed to be like kind of like you can you know how if you're wearing like tidy whities like you can kind of see like the not you don't see the person's butt but you see like the lining of their butt and stuff like that like you you know what you're looking at like it's it was it was a bit much like it was extremely disturbing to me and then the video piece that I saw it cuts off when Aries is about to touch the boy people said that he did give him massage a massage in the video and then there was something about him being in a tub with the boy i can't confirm that because i didn't see it but that is what i was told happens in that video as well this is it <clears throat> i didn't see any of the video or nothing like that it's very disturbing to hear this i don't even know what how they thought this was funny you know i don't know who okayed this I don't know whose idea this was, but it's just it's just disturbing all the way around. And I, I, I'm, you know, there's no time frame on on these type of things. But I just wish that someone would have came forward a lot sooner, just to just so that it could have been a lot easier and maybe a more of an open closed situation. Um, when these things drag out like this, sometimes they it is harder to close these type of cases. But this is definitely a case there to me. This is this is ridiculous. Well, the mom did. I've read. I don't know how true this is, but they did say the mom has been trying to call attention to this for years now, and um, like I think that she did try to sue them before, but the case got dismissed or something. I don't know if that's true or not. That's just something I read on Twitter. Um, but Tiffany and Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears lawyers called this a money grab, which I do think that it is. Um. I do think that the mom and I hate doing this. I really hate being this person. I don't have kids. I don't like I don't want to I want to preface that that I do not have a children. But I do think that parents are like your job and your responsibility is to protect your child. And like, I don't care how close I am with someone. If you're saying to me that you're going to film my child for something, I feel like I should be there. I don't think it makes sense for me not to be in the vicinity of the situation while it's being filmed. Like that, that, that doesn't make sense to me. Furthermore, when your kids are, you saw this video as a parent, you saw this, like, I'm sure like when they finished filming, you as the parent got a glimpse of what was going on or your child might've told you what went down. I don't think calling them and trying to talk to them about money is the right thing to, to do. I think the police should have been called. Like yeah. this is problematic. And I just I do feel like and I do see why they're saying like this is a money grab because like you're only talking to me about it and it feels like blackmail or extortion, to be honest with you, versus you went to the authorities like you were supposed to do. Yeah. Um it, I mean it does sound like a money grab. Uh the fact is though that it whatever they did was wrong in the first place. So whether she's going for money or not. Justice needs to be had. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And it's just, I just don't, I love comedy. Like comedy, comedy and music gets me through my day. You know, it has always been there for me. It always gets me through whatever I'm going through. And that's just not, that's just not comedy to me. It's nothing funny about it. From what I At saw, all. funny. But I will say this though, and this is where I have to like slightly disagree with you. Mm -hmm. I, don't think that there's any justice to be served from what I saw, from what I saw in that video. And from what I'm reading, it was super inappropriate, like extremely inappropriate. Maybe somebody needs to get their ass beat, but <laughs> I don't necessarily see this being like a legal thing. What I'm confused about is, is that video it like, is that all it was, which again, the video was wildly inappropriate, very uncomfortable to watch. 
but not illegal. You know what I mean? Like nothing like right. It, 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 the kids weren't sexually abused in the video. The video was just that I, that I saw was just disgusting. You know what I mean? But like, was there more to it? Like, did something happen to these kids outside of the filming of that video? That's where the legal ramifications, in my opinion, would come in. That I just hope, like the rumors of of him being in the bathtub with the little boy or little girl is, is not true. Um, that right there is 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 a bit much. I'm hoping that that that's not true. Um, and I guess people just need to make be made aware of like you know of their content. You know, then choose if they still want to follow these individuals and celebrities or not. But you're, to be honest with you, like not all comedians, but some comedians like Tiffany and Aries are very problematic to me. Like they're extremely, they've always been problematic. And and don't get me wrong, I know comedians have you know they do what they do, like they 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 push the envelope and everything. But those two have always just been like uncouth to me like i just never saw it for either one of them personally what was that word you used uncouth what does that mean trash <laughs> they're garbage <laughs> people <laughs> they, they can't make it child. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I definitely wanted to talk to you about this uh, oh, oh, oh don't, don't be, spell it uncouth yeah un un couth c-o-o-t-h <laughs> okay like i'm let me read the definition for you oh, oh i spelled it wrong actually it's un is <laughs> u-n-c-o-u-t-h i think i said c-o-o but it's basically a person or their appearance or behavior lacking good mannerism refinement or grace and that describes them to yeah. me no I, I i get where you're getting at now anyway i'm moving on to my next um <laughs> yeah, that definition ready. You look, I'm a journalist. I'm always gonna have my definitions ready because I know people always want to pull your cards. People always want to be like, you did this wrong, you said that wrong. Not me. I don't be look, I'll be on my Please, stuff. I'm wrong. Go ahead. Well, I definitely <laughs> did just feel something wrong. <laughs> okay, so this is my favorite um segment of the show. It is Am I High or Are You? And this is the part of the show where we hear stories and stuff and we're like, something ain't right about this. And is it me or is it you? All right, so the first story is Black China is allegedly the highest paid performer on OnlyFans, bringing in $20 million a month. I don't believe it. And if this is true, then I need to start getting high. Look, I don't believe Actually, not only do I need to get high, but I need to get on OnlyFans. It's just who is spending that much money? Now, I don't want to say it like that, but like on on Black China, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Somebody said earlier, it was like she got a whole free sex tape out. Like, what the fuck are you spending money for? Do okay. So, like, we're both married, so I don't even know if this is an appropriate question to ask. But do you have an OnlyFans? I don't, but I'm about to start selling feet pictures. No, not like you yourself, but like a subscription. Oh. No, 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 not at all. Really? Yeah, not at all. My <laughs> wife would kill me. So she has to know? <laughs> she will know if she listens to this podcast. Huh. Okay. Well. <laughs> what, about, what about you, sir? Yeah, of course. Have you uh, been dipping, dabbing in Black China's OnlyFans? Yeah, I couldn't pay Black. No, I'm joking. I don't really. I really don't have an OnlyFans. I, I, I do remember when it when it came out, like especially during the pandemic, where it was like a really big thing. I went onto the site, but then it was like you have to put your credit card information and stuff like that. And I don't play those games. Like I'm not. I'm not. First of all, I don't pay for porn, and I damn sure wouldn't be paying for porn featuring black freaking China. Like I'm good on that. <laughs> and then, like, I don't know the concept of going onto a site. Like, porn is free. If I want to watch porn, I go yeah. Pornhub or Twitter or whatever. I'm I'm not gonna go to a secret site and subscribe to a person doing this unless. 
unless Ashanti started in OnlyFans, then I I'd proudly be on there helping that woman make twenty million dollars a month. But twenty China, billion, no, twenty million a month. Nah, ain't no way. I'm a hater. Ain't no way. And maybe I'm ain't a hater. No maybe 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 that's what it is. Maybe we're hating on her. But like I just black China's just not the. And I'm not trying to bash women here because I hate when two men are on a podcast talking about a woman and like bash them. I I don't like that. Man, oh, fuck that. There's no way <laughs> I'm hating. Whatever the case may be, but twenty million a month, a month. You know how much money that is? I, I truthfully, and I know there are some people out here that are into some things, but I don't believe it. I just don't believe that that many people are into Black China. I'm sorry, I just don't. I still like, even though I know that number is skewed, I'm still like, it's still flabbergasted that is is even her being on top anyway. Yes, because it's not like she's the only person who has a, a OnlyFans page. There's so many other celebrities who have it. Why would yeah. people pick her to be the one to go after? Like, that just... That's crazy to me. To me, that means you must be selling more than pictures. I guess. Something's going on. Because I don't Something even see a Black China make $25 on OnlyFans, if I'm being completely with you, honest with you. <laughs> but my next story, this is this is one of your friends that you I say what. This guy that I want to talk about next is one of your friends, Chris Rock. So Chris Rock recently made headlines because he's in the UK and he is talking about, guess what he's talking about? I, I don't know, actually. I didn't even you take a wild this. guess of what Chris Rock is talking about. The president? No, the slap that Will Smith gave him in oh, okay. February. We're now in the month of September and he's still talking about this or he's talking about this finally. He basically said that um, Will Smith slapped him over one of the softest jokes that he ever made in his life. He also said that Will Smith needs to take the mask off. He said Will Smith has been wearing a fake mask for 30 years and now he needs to take it off because he is just as ugly as the rest of us. Please give me this. Um, it's, I didn't think he was going to take it outside of his comedy bit. You know, mm-hmm. he did a, a he did a quick. I don't want to say too much, but like he did a quick bit on it at the no, show. Don't say too much. Thought, say, say a lot. I want to know it. Say spoil it. <laughs> no, he 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 called him Shook Smith. You know what I mean? He did some stuff like that. Did a quick bit <laughs> at the show, and I thought that's where it was going to stand. I didn't think uh-huh. he was going to take it outside of the show and and continue on with it, especially it being so long ago. Now, you know what I mean? I thought it was just going to be in his show, and that's where he was going to keep it at. What do you think about him saying that Will Smith has been wearing a mask for 30 years? I just think that sounds like a little bit of hate. You know what I mean? The the, the people, the people see Will Smith as as that, that good person, you know what I mean? He didn't portray anything. So I think that, that sounded a little bit like a little bit of hate to me. I agree. I I fully agree with that. What I don't like about this situation, though, and I hate to make this a race thing, but I feel like as a black man, it's very odd to me that Chris Rock would go on this rant. Like, just say you didn't like it. It wasn't cool. It was corny that he did that to you. But to try to make this as a thing where, like, we should define Will Smith as a man and as as a human being based on this one isolated incident it's kind of insane to me because to say he's been wearing a mask for 30 years i get it you're saying that he's portraying an image i I can respect that i get that but in this specific context like he hit you so to me that means you for 30 years he's just been running around slapping people in the face like that's corny to me i don't like that yeah yeah i mean and i'm not saying it was right of him to do it um, you know what I mean? But it, it happened. He spoke about his wife and it happened. I, again, I, I thought it was going to, you were going to move past it in that sense. Not saying, you know, that it wasn't traumatizing to you because maybe it was. Maybe that's what yeah, it's going I will take right that away from him. Say, yeah, but say that though. Happening. But say that. Don't, you don't need to talk about Will Smith. You could talk about your experience with this. Like this happened to you. Talk about how you felt. How you had to get through it, and what you want, what you would have done differently. Talk about that. You're talking about him to me. This sounds like you want to get slapped again. <laughs> yeah, this is. I don't know. It's a bit much. I don't know. I. Do you think an interview between the two of them is coming next? 
No, and who wants to sit and see that? I'm, I'm, I don't want to hear nothing else about this at all. <laughs> has has anybody responded or has anybody else like any like celebrities responded to this no but it kind of seems like people are more more taking um chris rock side in this like i feel like when this first happened everybody was saying they were so mortified and stuff like that and i feel like will smith is getting like the like the <laughs> the backhand in all of this <laughs> like i feel like like nobody's really coming to his aid and to his defense. I've only seen people talk negatively about him and Jada. Yeah, I see what you're saying about that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just a little wild. But I also think these people were kind of over it too. Like they talked about it when it happened six months ago, seven months, more than six months ago. Like they talked about it then. Like why are we still talking about this now? It's exhausting. And speaking of exhausting. That brings us to our topic of the day, which is what changed in your life when you hit 30? So I am 34. G is 33. 33. Can't keep up because, you know, (laughs) I can't keep up with people's ages when they're younger than me. And that is definitely one thing for myself that changed when I hit 30s. I used to be so good at people's birthdays. I used to know like. I still do like sort of like try to stay up to 12 o'clock and text people, be the first person to text them on their birthday. And then I like to do a post. Like, I just like to really like celebrate people's birthdays. And I still do that now as far as like being uh, trying to be the first person to text them or whatever. I don't think I'm ever going to stop doing that. But sometimes and there are certain people whose birthdays, I just don't remember it anymore. There, there are some people whose birthdays I just remember. Like I, I just know what well, Facebook's never- for, first of all. <laughs> very true but like like for yours i remember your birthday i just know it oh thank I you that you're gonna be like when is and i was like let me think about this <laughs> it's the 21st right of march yeah yeah, yeah so like there's certain birthdays i remember however those same people whose birthdays i remember a lot of them have kids and spouses i couldn't tell you their kids and spouses birthday to save my life let me tell you something. When I hit 30, one thing that changed is me remembering my own birthday. <laughs> I I have to count. Somebody asked me how old I am. I have to sit there and count sometimes and remember how old I am. It's crazy. Yeah. So people always think that I'm purposely trying to like lie about my age. But truthfully, I really don't care about like how old yeah. I am. And I'm so quick to be like 33, 32. And it's like, no, buddy, you're 34. And they'd be like, no, you're trying to lie about your age. And I'd be like, believe me. I don't care enough to lie about my age. I just don't remember sometimes. You know what? <laughs> you know what's crazy that changed today. I was gonna go working, go in the office today to work some overtime. I got up, like not out of the bed. Like I woke up and my body was hurting. I did not go to the office today. My body was hurting. I must have slept the wrong way. That's what changed after 30. Yeah, I stepped the wrong <laughs> way, slept the wrong way. <laughs> um, I, I don't have that issue, but like I definitely don't have the energy that I used to have, like to do anything like and it's kind of scary to me because I don't have children yet. And it makes me nervous to have a child and think that I'm damn near 40 and you want me to chase after a child like that's not going to happen. So like if I have a son and they're like, you want to play football with your son? I'd be like, no, (laughs) physically, no, I can't do that. So like, mm mm. Well, my son now has this thing we were saying, why? So we were playing catch for like an hour, and I was like, all right, well, daddy got to sit down for a little bit. He's like, why? I was like, what you mean? Why? Daddy's tired. That's why. I'm going to show you my license, and it's going to show you the (laughs) age that I am, and like, buddy, I can't do it. But then the thing that scares me, though, is that I don't want to have children, and then they they have friends who have dads who are my age, and their dads are keeping up with them or even younger than me and their dads are keeping up with them. And I can't do like, I don't want to be that guy either. I realized that the whole like metabolism thing and the whole not working out all the time thing, it really catches up with you in your thirties. Cause I feel like I got to work out every day to be fit. Like when back in the day I could work out once a week and I'll be cool. But now I gotta work out every day to try to be fit. Now, that's scary to me because, like, I, I've never been, like, a person who liked to work out. Like, that's never been me. But, like, I've always been not, like, in great shape. But, like, 
skinny essentially like I've always I've just that's just been me and then right around the time when I met you this is a true story right around the time that I met you it started to like go away like like I haven't been the same since then like it really like I can't blame Sprint not me no it's well when I when I reference Sprint it's always a you story that comes along with it like I don't know what it was about that time in my life or just I would have been like 29 or so i don't know what it is about that time but like it really 29 maybe maybe or was i yeah nah, this sprint was a while ago yeah but i think i was like 29 years old it was not five years ago it was a while ago man i, I don't know 26 27 i don't know but i was in my 20s <laughs> when i started working there and, you know, at the age where your metabolism is supposed to be doing this thing or whatever. And like before then, y'all like I'm telling you, like I was in shape. I would do stuff. I could run if I felt like it. I didn't even work out that often. I would drink all the time and I was fine. And then something about that thing just changed my life. Like that metabolism you. slowing you down is 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 very true. And before back in, a, back in the day, I used to be able to fart and lose 10 to 20 pounds. Now, if I look at a cupcake, I'm gaining it. <laughs> yeah like and, and the crazy part about it i would go to the gym and this is a mental thing too i would go to the gym and i would work out for like an hour or so now you're never going to get an hour out of me in the gym but i could go to the gym for an hour or so and i would work out and i swear to god i would get like abs the next day like I, like all the weight that i thought i gained it goes away like i was a lot of you not i was in the gym the other day and I was done with my workout, and I, the only reason why I didn't leave is because everyone seen me come in and how long I was actually there. So I didn't leave. So they thought I was working out a little bit longer than I actually was. How long were you actually working out? Man, I was working out like 25, 30 minutes. And I stayed another 30 minutes to act like it was an hour. I'm not about to sit in there now. But I'm not doing that. I, <laughs> I don't thought, care. It was like everybody was like in the front. Like they seen me come in. Like it was uh, well. just like... I would have been rushing out too, like I got in the emergency. I gotta go, gotta go. Hey guys, talk to y'all later. Now, before we go, though, let me just ask you this: Is there anything that you like? What are your goals now that you are in your thirties? Like, what is some stuff that you want to do now that before you hit forty? Yeah, man, just just to get back in shape, like we were talking about, and be able to be able to run around with my kids without without having to catch my breath a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's getting to that point almost, and uh. I got to watch that. So really just getting back in shape and getting in a routine with life. I think the, the same, same for me. I definitely want to get like in shape before I have a child. Um, but also like, I want to like knock out the stuff on my bucket list. Cause I think that I'm the type of person that stuff always comes up and like, I've always been pretty decent with knocking things off of like, this is what I want to do. This is going to happen. And before it was always like, you know, like, go graduate grad school and that kind of stuff. And now like I'm actually pushing myself to do more physical things. So like this year, next year, I, when I turn 35, I plan, I have this, a bunch of things that I plan that I want to do. I want to have a wrestling match. I want to run the broad street run. I want to do a comedy show. Like there's a bunch of different things that I want to do. And I feel like now I'm in a place in life where I can put those things in into play and I'm, I'm going to do it. Hey, we can, uh, we can get together and do this Broad Street run, man. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was always a goal of mine. I mean, I'm I'm nowhere near being able to do it, but um, it was always a goal of mine too. So, I mean, we can get together and do that, and we can uh, we can speak about speak about it on the podcast how it went. I, I'm not mad at that. Like, we can progress reports and stuff like that. I think yeah, I do yeah. have some friends that are like, you know, I'll hold you accountable this, that, and the third. Like, I'll I'll do this with you, which I'm excited about, and like. I, like I welcome you to the team. I think it'll be great to have somebody else like pushing it because it's it's when, necessary. When is the next Broad Street run? I don't even know. The um, I'm not 100 sure, but I'll I'll find out. I just know for me, I'm just like I want to do it next year, or whatever. And I think it's like November or something of next year. Oh, myself. <laughs> I can't do it this November. I do, I look. I will walk half half the thing. Half shit. <laughs> like, it took him seven hours. Yo, I, was to, I was talking to my friend about it the other day and he does it like he he um he often does it and for you guys who may be listening who are in philadelphia who aren't familiar with the broad street run it is uh, a 10 mile run around the city of philadelphia essentially 
there's a um if after we tackle that, there's a uh they do it in DC. There's a it's an army 10 miler that we can tackle too. No, thank you. Like you. Do something like that. No, no, thank you. First I'm of not, all, I'm not trying to like I'm not, like this is what I told my friend the other day. I was like, I'm not trying to travel and be a serial runner. I just want to knock this off my bucket list. I this is not something that I want to do long term. <laughs> But it looks like from what I'm reading right now, it looks like in 2022, it was in May. So it looks like this this is something that happens in May. So how much time we got? Well, we're in the month of September now. So we have like seven months. We can do it in seven months. Well, I like to get the early bird special of paying for stuff. So whenever uh, we got to look and see how... We you weren't about it. see. You're worrying about paying for stuff. I'm worrying about physically not embarrassing myself when I'm out there. <laughs> Listen, man, it is what it is. We will be embarrassed together. You just don't yeah. be, don't be talking about my pace either when you're on the podcast. Like, yo, as long as I do better than you, I'm so happy. Because <laughs> my one friend who wants to do it with me, like he's a runner, and like I'm like intimidated to do it with him. You, if you're worse than me, that would make me feel so good. <laughs> This is some bullshit. It's, I'm that kind of person. <laughs> is, this, is this the only reason why you're inviting me here? 100%. Like, I'm super competitive, and I don't like to lose either. So, like, this will be so perfect for me. So, if you feel that it's good for me. <laughs> I just, months. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's do it, man. Let's, I'm with you. Okay. We said it on the podcast, so that means we have to do it. It's recorded in audio. We can't take it out once we put this out there. So, like, we are going to make this happen as well as my comedy show and hopefully the wrestling match too i'm t- i'm doing it all this year so we'll see oh, next year. guys thank you for tuning in today this was another fun episode this actually might be my favorite episode that we've done to be honest with you it's a pretty good one yeah um guys as we as we say every week always remain true always be you and always remain the same same OG.